Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of December 31st, our last one of 2018. I am oh, one yeah. of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. How's it going? It's going, man. Uh, so it's the last one. We have a little bit of a... It's not really a different format for the show. Uh, mm. It's just there was a lack of stuff here, so we have kind of like our Game of the Year stuff. All right. So um, why don't we start it like normal? What's been playing? What's been going on? Yeah, I've actually been doing a lot. Uh, got, you know, plenty of time. I basically had all of uh, Christmas week off, except I went in on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm going in on Monday, and I'll have um, Tuesday off for New Year's. So I'm getting a lot of gaming time in. So uh, primarily my focus was to beat Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh-huh. Uh, not only like the core game, which the main game has six chapters. And then... There are two epilogue chapters. Ooh. And the epilogue chapters are... I mean, they're not quite as big, but almost as big as any other chapter. And then once you're done with the two epilogue chapters, you can continue to play the game. So, okay. um And that's kind of, immediately when you finish the second epilogue chapter, you're like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, when I beat the... So there, I am going to go back and do just a little bit more, like... Without talking about spoilers, there's certain... Th- missions that you can only complete before you hit the epilogue and then there's some that you can continue to complete after okay and i was really just doing main missions at toward the end because i just wanted to get it over with sure. so so uh, you have the game like does like it you, speeds up going into chapter six for sure so you left some side stuff on the table right so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go and complete a couple of those so there's probably like five missions i'm not gonna do the hunting because it's the reward just isn't worth it to me mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna do the collecting missions i just don't have that time and effort in my life you find any but, uh, uh you find any fun spooky stuff while you were out there uh yeah i mean i i came across that one uh like little farmhouse where everybody's dead and there's like dead bodies uh-huh. scattered around and you don't really know like what caused it or why that happened there's not really any hint um, um actually if it, you if you hang out there until about 2 a.m uh-huh. something happens okay well i might be doing that um I definitely like, you know, some of the stuff that you're just expected to find, like the abandoned towns. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that one town that's abandoned and it has like a sign nailed up that everybody got like AIDS got, or something and died. They got got. Uh, they get get got. Uh-huh. Um, they should have got good. Yeah, get good or get got. That's basically what's going to happen. But who's going to get gotty? Am I right? Mm-hmm. So um, I've been continuing to play, continuing to play uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate, of course. I know, I, I think you've still been playing that. I think you unlocked everybody, right? I did. Uh, yeah, I unlocked everybody. <laughs> um, I haven't played as much since, just because I do mm. find the World of Light, uh, which is kind of like what you do if you're not fighting. Yeah, it's like the story or whatever. Mission, the story mode, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Adventure mode, I would rather say. Um, like that's kind of your way of kind, of, you know, unlocking things that aren't characters as well i guess you know you can unlock Mm -hmm. a a healthy amount of stuff during that yeah and um it just i I don't know some of the once you start getting into like the nine thousand and thirteen thousand like level rank Mm -hmm. or whatever it it just the fights aren't fun they're just difficult they're just like insanely difficult because there's like really weird rules yeah yeah like what what is the one that i (laughs) excuse me Oh, oh, everybody has everybody, um, enemies, uh, dart toward items, and the only mm-hmm. item that spawns, and it spawns at a very high rate, is Bullet Bill. 
Jesus. And it's three on one. Yeah. I, like, I, I can't, I don't know. I can't do that. <laughs> That's not for me. That's a lot. That's a fucking lot. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. That, I looked at that and I was like, that is not fun for me. So, yeah, I, I, it, was, I agree. it was after that fight I was like, I'm done for now. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I've I've gotten a lot of good stuff unlocked. Um, I don't have all the new characters yet, but mm-hmm. like I have, um, um, I got Ryu from Street Fighter finally. Nice. I got, uh, let's see, I got um, one of the Belmonts. Mm-hmm. I have the longer haired one, Simon. Simon. Um, I got. Let's see. Um. Several of the other new ones. Yeah, got, you already uh, got... K. Rule, finally. I didn't get Ridley yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, my yeah my last two, it was... Um, I knew I know Greninja was one of my last ones. Yeah, I have not gotten Greninja. It was really oh, hard. I haven't gotten Incineroar either. I'm really excited for Incineroar, because I'm... He's like, fun! I like that <clears> Traditionally, I had always played, um, like, high-speed characters, and in fact, we were kind of talking about that, like, Grim was asking who we're maining and who we like to play as and everything. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, Fox, Captain Falcon, um, you know, some of those higher speed characters and stuff. I'm really liking the heavier characters now. Like, yeah. I whip ass with Bowser. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is it is fun to change it up. Like, I started mm-hmm. playing a uh, higher speed character and then um, kind of started transitioning by playing um, Simon. He's yep. kind of like a mix. He's like a mid-range fighter, I feel like. And yeah, then, he kind of reminds me of like a, um, I don't know, one of the like Fire Emblem boys. I like Roy a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I used um, to play Marth, and now I play Roy. Uh, Ganon, Ganondorf. Yeah, I haven't unlocked Ganondorf yet, he, but I'm definitely looking forward to playing as him. He has that heavy kick, and then the fiery yep. axe kick. It's like shit. Yep. It's pretty crazy. He uses those feats, I'll tell you. He does. Um, <clears throat> I've also been continuing, of course, um, playing Pokemon Go. Nothing really to add there. Um, Mutant Year Zero. I've unlocked my fourth character, and you can only have three in the party at once right now. Oh, okay, so one has to so, stay out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I haven't yet had a match with him, but I've been kind of um, basically just checking out more of the game, doing some optional stuff. It's extremely well-paced. Mm-hmm. Like, you're always... Um, I don't know, you're always in a like level appropriate area you can't you can only go to higher level areas there's not really anywhere that's a good place to like rank up right so um i've been having a good time with that i'm, I'm really good at like cornering somebody out with stealth um i've been like going into these big boss fights where i wipe out like half the enemies uh, before we even start just entirely in stealth so um i think i got nice. a pretty good team comp going on i think i know what i'm doing so um, having a lot of fun with that and then after beating red dead i decided to reward myself by going back i'm preparing for a full dragon age replay in honor of the new uh you know dread wolf rises oh yeah, yeah yeah um so i went back and started dragon age origins um and i'm gonna i'm gonna carry my uh save info through all three so i'm doing my like a definitive playthrough okay <clears throat> So, um, nice. I just did the basically just the very beginning. Um, you know, I did the uh, my origin. I'm I'm playing as a rogue human noble. Mm-hmm. Um, I always play as a rogue so I can unlock everything. 
So like I already have rank four coercion and lock picking. <laughs> right. Like I just I rush that shit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know I did the 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 intro that everybody gets. Um, the like ruins of whatever, and then um, I did the uh, the like Red Cliff mission where you go yeah. and like have to figure out how to resolve uh the kid that's like possessed by a demon or whatever right um so i i have to go and get the urn of sacred ashes so i'm not, I'm not really sure if i want to do that next because that's kind of high level so i'm doing all the optional stuff to try to level up quickly um but yeah that's what i've been doing lately nice yeah th- like god damn it this is the this was the best like lord of the rings game that ever came out <laughs> basically <laughs> it's yeah. so good like yeah. just watching this trailer like yep. you get hyped for it but then i get kind of bummed knowing that the ones that are most recent just aren't as good they don't well, they, can't, they, they, I mean, they can't hit that yeah. mark that i felt with origins part of the issue is that i feel like origins just like the entire concept of it was something that can't be followed up like yeah. it's the whole point of it is that you can change literally everything that happens in the entire game. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's, it's kind of like, it's one of those things where like you have a hundred options and then the sequel is like, you have 10 options because it's like, we, we just can't remake that because you have to decide what is going to be canonical and what's not, which is automatically like ruins people's games. Yeah. Um, you know, you, they decided not to escalate, which I think was really smart because that's a big problem that a lot of sequels and things have. Is that they're like, okay, the first game was like, your entire country and then potentially the world could be wiped out. And then the second game is like, you have to figure out how you are navigating a political issue. Which is really good, because uh, it would be really hard to escalate. I I know a lot of people didn't like Dragon Age 2. Right. Um, Yeah, yeah. And Origins was better. Uh, I really really like Dragon Age 2, but... I mean, it's it's not that I... It just, it, in, like, of course, in comparison, it felt weaker. In right. comparison oh, to yeah, what we played is. before. It was, like, no way around it. It was a downgrade from what we had mm-hmm. had before. So yep. that that was a big issue. Um, and then, I, I don't know. It just, it, it felt the game to me, like, mm. from a lot of different standpoints, it felt kind of, like, lazy. Like, they didn't do what they had, did, like, done before. If they had said, okay, we can't continue this with this character. This is mm. an origin story to this. And then, you know, like... We just we just have to move on to someone else. Yeah, they moved on to somebody yeah. else. And then they set it up as Dragon Age 1. Basically, that would have been that would have been fine if they would have even kept the main character, but built the game around him the way that they had built the game around the character of or, you know your main character in Origins, mm-hmm. and found that way to continue in that almost Mass Effect style. What the you know the decisions you've made here move on to the next. You know right. even if I they mean, like they named the character <clears throat> Hawk and the characters like just maybe last name was Hawk or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know it's. It's uh, you know, kind of like Commander Shepard. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It is kind of. Um, I mean, Lord of the Rings is a good reference because it does have that same kind of issue of like, so Dragon Age Origins is the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like all this huge shit happens. Um, it's like end of the world, like final enemy, like who who has to die so that we can defeat this villain type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, 
um, you know, Dragon Age 2 is a hobbit. We're like, we're talking about this one guy's journey. Everybody else is sort of just along for the ride and we don't really give a shit what happens to them. People are going to survive by like weird contrivances and we'll have some like bad like cameos. We're like, right. if you just read The Hobbit, it's good. And if you read The Hobbit and then go read Lord of the Rings, it's great. But The Hobbit is like almost not even related. The Hobbit's a children's book compared to Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So it is, does really have that thing. Like, I think what they did with Dragon Age 2, I mean, a big part of it was that EA said, hey, we need another one of these next year. Yep. And because the, I mean, Dragon Age Origins was not really, they didn't really know how successful it was going to be. Uh, and it ended up being huge. Yep. It ended up so, being like, I, like, I don't know, like one of their, even. one of their big two, especially yeah, I mean, for the time. It's what keeping the studio open, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I think the games have gotten progressively worse. I, like I really, Inquisition was good, is a good game, but it is a bad Dragon Age game. In my opinion, I feel like a lot of it comes down to, um, like, just like poor direction for the game. A mm. lot of it could be fixed by saying, "Okay, this is a flagship title for our studio. Yep, let's put some time into the game, and let's pick the direction of the game, not just for this game. In general, where are we mm. going with the game entirely? Right. And, and like, if they answer." Yeah, if they um, answer they, those questions, I feel like it, the game will be a lot more successful. Well, you see, that's what hopefully this fourth game is going to be because they didn't start doing that until um, they got to Inquisition. Like, they didn't start thinking about the future and, like, what else is going on in this world and what can we build up to and what can we reference mm -hmm. until Inquisition came out. And then Inquisition really is a prequel game to whatever 4 is going to be. Right, right. Well... so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where... We'll have to see. Yeah, I have no idea where the Dreadwolf is going mm. or where this comes in or... Right. Any, you know, anything like that. I mean, Dreadwolf Rises, when you see that at first, you're like, is this DLC for Inquisition? Because that does not seem like enough to put a game on. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. it's, it's cool that you're going back and playing them, like a definitive playthrough. Um, yeah, that's really, that's really good. And just watching the the Sacred Ashes trailer that we're watching on the live stream, like it it does a really good job of getting you amped to play mm -hmm. the game. Oh, the original! I mean, the the trailers and shit for the first game were so good. It's I still so watch them good. every once in a while. Yeah, it yeah, it's for for the time. This is definitely one of the like masterpiece. Mm -hmm. um, I would like say trailers. best. It, it was it was. Even the game itself was best of generation of, like, the PS3, 360 era. Yeah, I mean, you were saying what it was, like, top nine in America um, as well. Like, it was on, like, several lists of, like, well, the games, deluxe to, version, play, games yeah. to play before you die. Right. The uh, When it came out, the deluxe version was number one on Steam. Mm -hmm. And number two on Steam was the regular version of the game. It was oh. number one and two. That's so, a win. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Cool, man. But yeah, so I've been, I, I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna have to sink a lot of time into that to get through it, but. Yeah, what, the main game you can put 80. A, a good 80 hours into it, 60 if you're yep. quick. Yep. Yeah. I, I've, I know what I'm doing in it, so I might only take 60, but I'm gonna do everything with all the DLC and everything, you know, so. Yeah, DLC, that's gonna add up, for sure. Yep. I was yep. just thinking of the main game. Very good. 
Awesome. And then I'm going to take a break in between that and two, and then a break in between two and Inquisition. So, cool. But what have you been doing? I know you've been uh, uh, trying out some new stuff. Yeah, kind of. I've kind of been all over the place. Um, one of the big games that I just jumped on and started playing was Dead Cells, um, which is really fun uh, if you're into that like Metroidvania style game. Um, just figuring out like what weapons uh, are good, what paths you need to take. Your, you you know you get bonuses for being fast and not taking damage. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they have a uh, a streamer integration mode where uh, on the live stream we're seeing it right now. This guy um, is kind of like my partner. He mm-hmm. just becomes like a bird that flies alongside you. And awesome. he can type things in chat that cause him to, like, shoot lightning bolts to attack enemies. Lightning bolt! Uh, I, I don't remember what he has to type, but it, it's it's kind of cool. And then they can vote on several other things. Um, while someone can be the bird that follows you, another person could be um, in control of what special abilities or, like, things that uh, uh, bosses do. Mm-hmm. So if cool. they have like really heavy attacks, they can just spam them, or they could summon zombies, or they could summon like little like um, like meteors to attack you. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, he they're voting to uh, decide what direction I take uh, because there's more than one exit to the map. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff. It just pops up. Um, it just pops up at the top of the screen, and people can type. You know whatever it says in the chat to make it happen mm-hmm. so uh yeah that's been a lot of fun uh the game's rewarding and even though you're doing the same thing kind of over and over again you still get the ability you know to um find new ways to do it as well new um like paths open up things like break uh oh shit yeah the bird also um controls all of your healing <laughs> So mm-hmm. you don't get to heal yourself. Um, the, the the stream gets to as well. They get to um, decide what because sometimes you'll get like a book that'll give you uh, a point in uh, like brutality tactics or survival. They get to pick that. They get to mm-hmm. pick where the point goes. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, as well, I've continued to play uh, Skater XL. Um, which I'm getting more of a handle on it. Like it's very different from um, session, mm-hmm. uh, but not in a like not in a bad way. Um, okay. It, it it took me a it took me probably more than ten hours to get a good handle on the way that the the mechan- their mechanics for their like tricks, which is a mm-hmm. simplified version. I still think of what session is doing. But the yeah. way that you like approach things ends up being uh, like how like determining what you do. So like you wouldn't roll up completely parallel to a ledge and jump up and do like a nose blunt slide. It's right. just like it just doesn't uh, physics don't really work that way. <laughs> so you mm-hmm. have to kind of come in at an angle and like almost slide into it. Mm. Um, so That's you know. I, yeah, I'm I'm learning that. I can't wait to see what you know, what more they plan on doing. 
Um, I also joined a, like a mod community, which they're kind of open to, and it's nothing mm-hmm. like malicious or anything, but it's more like um, opens up the boundaries of like they have like a bounding box you can't exit the area. Um, okay. There's like one that just drops the bounding so you can like land. Like if there's stair, if there's like a, a jump that you want to hit that right on the other side of it leads out of bounds. Instead of hitting mm-hmm. an invisible wall, you actually just jump out of bounds. That's um, cool. yeah, it's it um it's pretty cool. I haven't dabbled in any of that yet, but um, mm-hmm. very fun. And huh. oh, yeah, a lot of people are super interested in watching that one too. So that one's uh that one's been um something I've spent a lot of time doing. Yeah. Um continued playing uh Divinity okay. with uh with Pacey. Right. And uh we had we had our characters, we had both of our characters were undead, and then we had two um not undead characters. Uh, we got into the second chapter pretty far in and the last like four or five streams, we've just been struggling. It's been a straight struggle. Um, and after talking about it, we determined that the struggle is coming from the healing inside the house. Well, yeah. Uh, (laughs) but it's, it's mainly came from healing because Mm -hmm. half of our team heals from poison. The other half heals from standard healing. Um, so if we do a mass heal and it hits, half of our team they take damage it damages half and it heals the other half yeah it's never like corralled it just it's too much Hmm. we can't we we can't maintain well we talked about it and we're just like well why don't we why don't we start a second thing we'll see what happens and see if it you know feels better and if we like that then we'll continue with that and if we don't like it then we'll go back and continue just continue to struggle along Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, again, after being halfway through the, or no, no, we were just about level 12 and that was the other mm-hmm. thing. We're constantly under leveled. We're always one That's level behind and it's kicking our ass. Like, yeah, like several, several wipes in a row. And then we Damn. finally get maybe a win. Um, sounds like me and the shitter, huh girls? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, uh, Grim asked uh, about Skater XL real quick. Uh, it, I, I, they, they haven't said too much about it aside from having this early access. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason it looks better than Session is because Session doesn't have um, any textures. It's a, yeah. they're, they're not releasing their textures because they're trying to... It's two people. They're trying to keep their property safe. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I think that's where that comes from. Skater does look better, but that's because it's textured. Um, but anyway, well, more people working on it too, right? Yeah, it's like ten people. Mm-hmm. So, and they already had a game out. They already had Skater for iOS. Yeah, which cool. is one of the probably more successful skateboarding games on uh, mm-hmm. mobile. But yeah, we kind of reset. We kind of. You know, ended up choosing some new characters. Um, we played about an hour and a half, two hours last night, and we ran through most of the beginning area. We got off the ship, um, leveled up our characters, got our secondary characters, um, got everything geared the way that we wanted to be geared. Um, mm-hmm. 
took down uh, the crocodiles and the turtles, and we've completed like four or five missions. Um, we're being pretty ruthless. Like we'll complete missions for people, and then we know that they have good armor or whatever, and we'll just kill them. Damn. Um, just bloodthirsty. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, we're still pushing through. Um, but we'll probably be playing this game definitely into next year. Um, I don't know, if we could all sync our schedule up and get another couple sessions in for all three of us, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, still fun either way. So, yeah. that's what I've been playing at home, but uh, I did get a chance. I, I heard someone say, oh, look what I played today, and it was Kingdom Hearts 3. And I was like, how did you do that? And they're like, well... At Disney, they have a demo for it. And I was like, the hell you say? Um, yes. So tucked away at Disney Springs is um, is a demo for Kingdom Hearts that you can go sign up for. Um, it was a pretty... It, it wasn't too bad. Like, I expected a really long wait or whatever, you know, just standing in a line. Uh, no, I walked in. There was no line. Nobody there. Um and this lady goes, oh, yeah, give me your phone number and I'll give you uh, a text in about, uh, looks like the wait time is about 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. So yeah, That's not bad at all. Did that, went, uh, like, a few of us went and got some food and came back and jumped right in line. Waited uh, four minutes, five minutes in line. Mm-hmm. Just for them to basically sanitize everything. Right. And then, yeah. Um, they had sit up and uh, they had uh, standing and sitting um, availability for PS4 and Xbox One, um, and you got the chance to play one of two. You got to play uh, Olympus or you got to play the Toy Box. Um, Olympus is kind of like basically what we've seen from the demo where you're fighting a giant uh, like stone golem that's come to life. Um, mm-hmm. And you use the uh, big magic mountain summon, where it's basically yeah. like a like a minecart ride, and you're just shooting fireworks at his head. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, that's the one that I personally played, uh, but I did feel like I got gypped a little bit because that was literally it. It was fight one small group of heartless, run up a rock wall. Uh, attack this thing's feet, climb it, and then shoot it from the rail. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well. Um, this but, is really more of a like E three demo than. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, pretty, showing me something. Yeah, it wasn't anything like fancy. And it's not I, what the normal game is going to play like. Is something that kind of bugs me. I would have like the toy box, which was the other demo, um, which is what uh, Ashley who. Uh, mm-hmm. plays tabletop with us um, right. played um, that looked like more of a like standard like what I expect like tons of heartless you know you're running around um, Andy's like bedroom floor mm-hmm. um, you can do just tons of cool little things and uh, then at some point that I didn't get to see her um, uh, her game like shifted and she was in a like toy store Mm-hmm. of some sort and she could like have a big mech and uh pilot the mech that um so that that one was cool and it was much longer uh like i finished mine and like we had a it was like 15 minutes i finished mine in like six 
mm-hmm. um, she played the whole time and still didn't finish everything. That's cool. Um, so that was that was cool. Uh, and the setting was really cool. Um, I think we have I think we have a few photos over here. Let me let me grab it. Um, my roommate. He took he took some photos and then I took some photos, but I didn't upload all of them here. Um, they had all the mm-hmm. keyblades kind of displayed. Um, they had different like wall panels, one for like um, like Big Hero Six, Frozen, Pirates, uh, Tangled. Bam. Yeah, little little bit of everything, um, and. Uh, Oh yeah, and then of course like the toy box, and mm-hmm. this is this is where basically we played. They had some uh, sit down room on the left where you enter from, and then they had stand up consoles along the right wall, and then the along the back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just basically ask you, hey, what do you like to, or uh, you know, what do you like to play on? And uh, then when we got there, like, okay, well, I mean. Everyone wants to play on PS4. Do you mind playing on Xbox? And I right. was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Um, so it was they have to literally give Xbox controllers away. Yeah. So it it was uh, it was it was really fun. There was no um, like it, it felt exactly like I thought it would feel. It does it mm. it doesn't feel any different than um, like the past kingdom hearts but you can tell because if it had that style like i've played the, like the it's re-release enhanced. or whatever the enhanced ones yeah, yeah. um it, it feels kind of slow like it feels slow this doesn't mm-hmm. feel slow it, right. it, it it kept up it's like modernized um That's good and all of the like triangle or um in in my case it was the uh, y button mm-hmm. um all of those attacks like really keep you on edge because you can do your standard attacks and then it just kind of pops up above and it's like you know press triangle to do this big attack with um buzz or do this big attack with goofy um Mm -hmm. yeah 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 they kind of introduced those for the most part in um two i mean one had some stuff like that but two really started using those a lot and it looks like this one's gonna have just a ton more yeah yeah a lot more like at the point of like i think there is a button to swap between options Mm. uh, of like what you can do so it's yeah it's it's looking really really good i might actually go back again um and play through the the flip side of it um Mm -hmm. you know if i if, if i get the chance or whatever um before the game comes out mm-hmm. so you know we, cool. we've all been waiting for this forever I feel, I feel like so uh and i it everything that i've seen it, there's just no possibility of it disappointing mm-hmm. so Damn. i'm yeah. excited for that and that's a, that's gonna be a great way to like end january yeah i mean the end of january is already <coughs> loaded going into uh, going into February, yes. where we've already have fucking Metro coming out mm-hmm. a week early, and Anthem, and you know yep. all of this other stuff. So 
like end of January and like looking into February, there's going to be so many things that we've like. I'm already so far behind. Like my backlog is already growing, and the games aren't yep. even out yet. Yep. <laughs> it's like shit, dude. How? Grim, this That's could good. be you. You could be excited for this, but you of choose... all the things that Grim likes, he doesn't like Kingdom Hearts, really. Yeah. Cat Quest and this motherfucker over here doesn't like Kingdom Hearts. I think Cat Quest is on mobile now, by the way. More like Fap Quest, am I right? Word. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. A little bit of Pokemon Go here and there. Not too much. Um, there's a mobile game that I picked up. Uh, I think I talked about it last week. I Am Monster. Mm. You just play a giant monster. Yeah. Um, mm. That one's pretty. That one's still pretty fun. Um, but yeah, aside from that, um, that skater, uh, Pokemon and a little bit of game dev tycoon. That's about it. For mobile. <laughs> game dev tycoon is really fun. Yeah. You can just make the most like ridiculous bullshit and it somehow works. Yep. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> so we also have learned, uh, last week last week's podcast we knew what games with gold uh, were uh, but we didn't mm-hmm. have the playstation yet so we have all that why don't we jump into games with gold all right so we've got some i would say like a middle to strong uh month here with the xbox games um so we're starting out with on xbox one january 1st to 31st celeste which actually was nice. what indie game of the year it was oh definitely indie game of the year um yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, also for the Xbox One, starting on the 16th and going through uh, February 15th, uh, WRC6 FIA World Rally Championship Rally Car Racing. Um, and then for the 360, we're getting uh, from January 1st to the 15th, uh, Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light, kind of like a twin stick top-down type of Tomb Raider game. And from the 16th to 31st, uh, Far Cry 2 is pretty... That's that's a good one. Yeah, this lineup's actually really good. We usually don't get a lineup... You mm-hmm. know, like... Just, Januarys have traditionally been very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, Celeste right out of the gate is... Like, yeah. you could wipe the rest of it and it would be fine. Right. But, damn. Yeah, Far Cry 2 is really fun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know about the rally car racing. Yeah, I don't know. That's actually the most expensive game on the list. Yeah, those games have always been. I don't know if you remember back when we worked retail, but like they just, these world they hold their value. Yeah, these these like world rally car games, like mm-hmm. they have such a core audience. Yeah, I don't understand. Like we would sell those games for forty dollars used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes more. I don't think they ever really broke the price of like a new game, but right. If a sale rolled around, our used game would definitely be more than a new the new one. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So I don't know. There's definitely something there for those games, but I feel like racing has really, uh, like, just as like a genre has really like slid off to mm-hmm. like not be as like mainstream as it yeah. used to be. Yeah, that's probably true. So that's yeah, pretty crazy. But yeah, um, <laughs> so it's. You know, pretty good, pretty good month for Xbox. I think they're they're really trying to stay competitive. Um, 
And yeah, I mean they're doing a good job with this and yeah. um, Game Pass. You know, yep. It's it, it's definitely a pretty good time to be. A, yeah, Game Pass um, has been killing it. An Xbox um, owner. Yep. For sure. Cool. Uh, and we will jump into the PlayStation Plus games for January, which I have not done the video for yet. So okay. <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, this was like a couple of days ago. I think they dropped <clears throat> it, so it's been. They were later than usual, I think. Right. Yeah, probably. I should have done it yesterday, but I think I forgot. Um, so, the first big game that you're getting for PS4 is Steep. Um, Steep is a Ubisoft, uh, like, extreme snow sports game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can snowboard, ski, um, what is it, like, wingsuit, and paraglide. Yep. Yeah, uh, they a bunch keep, of weird shit. They keep building. Uh, they, like, they, in the past, I imagine they're probably done now. But mm-hmm. they keep building this game into, yeah. like, okay, there was a mountain over here, um, and now we're unlocking this mountain. This is what it is. Um, yep. so, but this right here will get you uh, access to a very large area that you can, um, like, fast travel through to go to places that you want to go. You can set up, like, session markers to, um, mm-hmm. you know, try to do cool runs. And that, that, that was something that was really cool i never got into the paragliding got a little bit into the wingsuit but skiing and snowboarding um that was really fun setting like a crazy like line down this really big mountain and then if you Mm -hmm. had friends that were playing it as well they could try uh to like beat your score or follow your run or you know whatever um so it has a really the idea is really good um but i don't think enough people got on board with it yeah, but I do think I don't know. I think this will get a uh, a fresh group of people invested um, in this big. Yeah, game. I mean it's so. yeah. Steep is you know it's something that we've talked about several times. Um, they they've been doing a really good job of supporting it and kind of keeping it going. So um, hopefully yeah. you know more people are able to appreciate that because I know a lot of people just they weren't on board right away, and if you weren't on early, you probably are never on. So right, yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, what happened? I just had a few mm-hmm. other people that were interested in playing, so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let's do that." Yep. All right. So the second game you're getting is called Portal Knights. Uh, Portal Knights is a like 3D sandbox, like action RPG. Um, it has these like really interesting, like they're almost like me looking characters mm-hmm. that you play as, and the 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 game is uh. You know, it's pretty big. It's almost like Minecrafty a little bit, where you can craft your own adventure and craft your own like. I think you can craft like your own, uh, like space in this three D world, kind of like you can in Minecraft. You can like build your own house, mm-hmm. um, but there's also Constitution, Strength, Agility, Dex, Wisdom, and uh, Intelligence that you're pumping, um, you're pumping stats into. It is. Uh, it looks like it is a. Uh, single player or multiplayer co-op um, mm-hmm. style game um, where it's just like a me version of like uh, I don't know like yeah Minecraft mixed with Dragon Age I guess yeah yeah um, definitely looks interesting well yeah it, it looks looks interesting for the price of free you really can't yeah. you know say too much about it um for PS3, if you're still doing that, uh, you can pick up uh, the Zone of the Enders HD collection. Um, and, you know, Zone of the Enders is like 
if you don't know anything about it, it's like a third-person shooter, hack-and-slash style video game um, mm-hmm. done by Konami and Hideo Kojima. Um, right. And in this collection, you'll be getting the original Zone of the Enders and then Zone of the Enders, the second runner. Um, I think it was the first one was on PS2, second one was on maybe PS3, early yeah. PS3. Or maybe they were both on PS2. I'm, I'm not exactly... Uh, not exactly sure on the second one. Oh, it looks like it was PS2. HD on PS3. So, okay. um, yeah, Zone of the Enders has a pretty interesting following as well. People are super, super into it. It's like if you're really into it, you're into it. It's not something that you kind of, like, stumble into. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, you also have uh, a PS3 game called Amplitude, which is kind of like... Uh, I like a Guitar Hero style game. Um, yeah, actually, like actually, it features over thirty songs composed um, for optimal beat, an optimal beat matching experience by Harmonix. So that's probably why it feels like that. Um, Did you say butt mashing, b hole hmm. mashing. Um, wow, I'm gonna really enjoy that game. It, it has like a, it has an interesting like sci-fi like sci-fi cla- um, concept to it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, it, it's interesting. It's one of those games I feel like you have to play it to understand because it's kind of like, uh, kind of like Guitar Hero style okay. game. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, if you have a PS3, I would say definitely say check it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and moving on to Vita, we have. First up, we have Fallen Legion, Flames of Rebellion, which is uh, an action RPG. Um, And it's... It's one of those... What was that game? Um, Where when your character's ready to do an attack, a button pops up above, like, its head. And Mm. uh, it's it's almost like a 2D, side-scrolly... I don't remember the name of the game now. Is it Darkest Dungeon, maybe? Sure. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, it kind of gives me a, a, a vibe, you know, that kind of vibe. Um, it looks like it has a uh, a fantasy setting, so that's cool. You can also get that one on PS4, cross by. Mm-hmm. And then the one I know probably the least about, uh, Super Mutant Alien Assault. I do know it is a um, uh, like a procedurally generated map, so the platforms will change in each level. But it is uh, kind of like Towerfall Ascension. Okay. Uh, but it has like that slimy space, uh, mm, like slimy. slimy mutant alien space theme. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. It, it's a very oddball looking game. Um, mm. So check that out if you're still playing with the Vita. So you're getting uh, Steep and Portal Knight for PS4, Zone of the Enders HD Collection Amplitude for PS3, Fallen Legion Flames of Rebellion, and Super Mutant Alien Assault for Vita with Fallen Legion being a cross-buy with PS4. Um, cool. There's also uh, the third booster pack for Warframe that you can pick up uh, still. That'll be ending mm. uh, middle of next month, January 15th. So yeah, that one's been going on for a while. Yep, that one's still going on. If you haven't picked it up yet, you're trying to get through all of the stuff, but you still play Warframe, uh, all the holiday stuff, and you still play Warframe though. Mm-hmm. Definitely go uh, go grab that. 
right. We, uh, again, no notable releases happening uh, throughout the beginning of the year. I think all the companies yeah. are like, well, they're still digesting. <laughs> let's, let right. them, let's let them sleep. Um, really? So we have no notable releases from December 31st until January 6th. Um, as well, no alpha, beta, demo trials, or freebies. Um, but uh, if we hear anything, we'll post it over at facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games, mm-hmm. Inc. Head over there, hit that like button, and uh, keep up with us. Uh, and occasionally get a free game uh, yeah, for sure. if we hear about it. And as well, follow us on Twitter so you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Um, well, we jump into uh, weekly news. Sure. So, um, this was kind of just, I mean, obviously there hasn't been a lot of news. A lot of people took like Christmas holiday off, but uh, there's a couple cool things. So, um, a bunch of elite dangerous players are forming up to go on an eight month journey to the edge of the galaxy. Oh um, boy. Currently 4,600 players are signed up for this. Um, it's going to start January 13th. If you have the game and you're interested in this, it's something to check out. Uh, basically, um, Elite Dangerous is uh, it's by Frontier Developments. Mm-hmm. And it's this large... I mean, it's basically it's a space sim set in a, act, a relatively realistic simulation of all 400 billion star systems in the Milky Way galaxy. Disgusting. You know? So... Um, yeah, there's not a lot of like end game stuff. Like once you get to a certain level, there's not a lot more going on. So basically people come up with their own shit to do. Yeah. And early next year, people are going on a 200,000 light year journey to the edge of our galaxy and they're calling it distant worlds two. So I imagine there was a distant worlds one where they did something similar where they all died (laughs) and hopefully everybody died permanently permadeath, just completely destroy their character. But, uh, yeah, it's really interesting what what i mean what do they hope to achieve like what's the goal is just get to the end and then like just right. see everything i mean like this is something where you know people discovered that there were aliens in the game after the game had been out for like eight years oh okay <laughs> like, so so that you know so there I mean? is like, a reason you'll just come up like come across some crazy shit so i'm actually looking at it the first one was called distant worlds obviously uh, it was organized by certain volunteers. Um, it featured over a thousand members. Um, basically, uh, recorded in a twelve-series video log, the travel to the far side of the galaxy via the galactic core, mapping and documenting major discoveries along the way. In five weeks, somebody reached the star system on the edge of the far galactic rim. Um, Sixty-five thousand two hundred and seventeen light years from the sun. So basically. The of the Milky Way galaxy, where we are in it, we're kind of on a sort of distant arm. Mm-hmm. So they went from that point to the nearest edge of the galaxy. So now they're going to try to go the opposite direction to the farthest edge of the galaxy. Oh, okay. Did does it say what they found out there? Was it just? Like um, I mean, they the were pointing the out game? things. Um. Uh, the expedition traveled a route that followed the original path taken by this one guy added the task of surveying and exploring worlds i mean you get your player tag documented on the world that you discover kind of like um like no man's uh kind of like no man's sky yeah um you can i mean that place that that like farthest point that this guy found 
his, he had Beagle somewhere in his player name, and it's known as Beagle's Point. <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. Uh, you know, little things like that. So, um, okay. I don't know. It's it's uh, People that play this just like to do shit. <laughs> kind of yeah. like Eve. Like, there's no actual point to the game. Yeah. It's entirely player-contrived. So, so, I mean, yeah, um, that's, that's definitely cool. I, I was, like, I didn't think that there was anything, you know interesting or like lurking you know things that mm. people haven't possibly found yet but yeah i mean like there's shit like uh there are the aliens that you can kind of come across that are sort of just doing their own thing um they're typically not a threat to players or anything i wonder um, if the whole point of this is to like like they they, they schedule it and mm-hmm. they're like we're gonna go on this date and then it's kind of like a hint at the devs, like, "Hey, if you put something neat out there, we'll find it," <laughs> and that would be really cool. Yeah, that's entirely possible. That's like, okay, we know that it's going to take you guys, um, you know, seven weeks to reach this point because you just can't travel any faster than that. Right. So, yeah, exactly eight weeks in, we're going to add in something, and we have two months to make it. Mm-hmm. Or you know, maybe they've been kind of experimenting with it already. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely something like that that could. As they get happen. as they get closer, they hear a familiar sound, and get closer and closer, and they see it just kind of like wrapped on the edge of the galaxy, where it's just a constant loop of them being rickrolled. That's fine. <laughs> the, it's like the music you know how, gets louder uh, as you get closer. Yeah, you know how in real life we launched that record, so like if aliens ever came across it, they could. Um, you know, try to learn a little bit about humans or whatever. It's that, except it's just the Rick Roll. Well, I mean, record it like for aliens. I feel like that would be the equivalent of like polluting the ocean. <laughs> oh, it for sure is. <laughs> it just washed up on one of their fucking. They're like, what the fuck? One of their it's unsolicited news. Yeah, they're like, what's this? I can't even read what they're trying to. I can't even like understand what they're trying to i don't know what this is and i hate it it makes no sense and all i want to do is smash and then that's how you piss off like suddenly the fucking independence day shit happens they blow up the white house (laughs) (laughs) oh it's like fuck there would be about 57 percent of the population stoked on that (laughs) that's fair and spirit halloween to be pissed yeah we just got that in there you know how, how many Our ladders... three part-time associates are really going to miss the income they could have got from this job. You know how many ladders we needed to hang that up? <laughs> one. Just the sign? <laughs> Just the one. one. But it was t- 25 feet. It was yeah, huge. It was a big one, though. It was really hard. It, like, stuck out of the van when I was driving. It was really dangerous. <laughs> All right. As well, From Software has two unannounced titles in development. Um, of course... This is pretty cool. We know that they had their VR experiment. What is that called? Like, Deracine? 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 Yeah. Um, and then we know next year, we're supposed... I think it... Yeah. Do we have a uh, a date on Sekiro yet? Yeah, it's like uh, end of March. Okay. Cool. I, I c- couldn't remember. Um, and then they have... Uh, an unannounced title... Uh, Two unannounced titles that they are, that they basically are like they had to have talked to their investors and say, "Hey, we are working on some shit." Right. I was trying to Can't decipher really what, talk about it. Yeah, what this was saying. Um, 
Yeah, I, it's hard to say what direction they'll go with, like, anything new. Like, hmm. Sekiro is an obvious kind of, like, not departure, but kind of, like, middle ground for what we expect it, from a from software It's not significantly, game. like... It's not like, oh my god, what is this? Where, like, Derasine is that. Yeah, that, uh, that's okay, so very let me, different. Yeah, I can help break this down. Like, basically what he was saying is, in a 2016 interview, um, Miyazaki of From Software said, right. we have 3.5 product lines. Basically, the .5 was Derasine because it's not a full game. Yeah. Uh, one of those was Sekiro, and two are the two other titles. So it's, it's, it's listed really weirdly in this article, but... Um, and, that's what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So that's Unless cool. they didn't account, or they didn't count, or maybe they counted Dirasine as one, and this other title's so big it's 1.5 instead of That'd just be one. Cool. <laughs> it's a mega game. They're gonna, they're, they're bringing in, they're bringing in uh, a new Bloodborne game with some type of Metal Wolf Chaos. Jesus. <laughs> that fucked me right up. Alright, that's... Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, I, I wouldn't put any... Uh, I wouldn't put any uh, faith in hearing about this until maybe the end of next year. Yeah, it'll be a while. Yeah. So, just keep that in the back of your mind that they could potentially have two titles that they're working on. Mm. I hope one's Armored Core 15. Mm. How many armored cores are there? I don't know, like six? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Yep. Alright. Um, so, Bloodstained Symphony of the Night, uh, which was a, what, a big Kickstarter that kind of got a little fucked up. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Hit its Kickstarter in 2015. It's from the original designer of Castlevania. Yep. Is that right? Um... So the original idea was PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, Vita, Windows, Mac, Linux. Uh, the Wii U version, Apple of course, Watch. became a Switch version. Uh, the Vita version was canceled. Um, so in the latest development update, Kogi Igarashi went ahead and canceled the Mac and Linux versions as well. Hmm. Um, they just don't want to have to deal with all the middleware and shit to make it work. Yeah. Um, however... Uh, they are expecting that the 2019 release date is going to be hit, especially with um, another developer assisting with some of the ports. So, so it's not so all bad news. They've canceled this. The game hasn't been um, hasn't been pushed out yet. Uh, right? Not yet. And they've canceled yeah. several um, versions. Several versions, and they had to change the Wii U obviously to the Switch just because. Yep. Um, I mean, are they doing anything for those people that are that were like, I want this specifically on Vita, or I don't have uh, a good PC, I have a Mac, and I've backed this. You can do a refund. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably it. it. Yeah. Huh. So shitty. They're like, well, have fun with that. See you. Yeah. Bye, bitches. Cool. I actually don't yeah. know anything about the next article that you uh, tossed in there. Oh, this is um, okay. So Netflix basically put out. Um, a movie that you've probably heard about by now that's not Bird Box. Um, it is uh, Black Mirror colon Bandersnatch. It's sort <laughs> of in a... Still funny. Yep. It's a gr absolutely horrible name. Let's be real. It's not great. 
Um, so basically, it is their next an one's going to be hogger balls. Hogger balls. I like that. Yeah. It's a uh, it's an interactive sort of choose your own adventure movie set in Black Mirror. And I, I would imagine just knowing the Black Mirror universe that it is going to, um, pretty much like there's going to be something about it which is like, oh, this is like you are involved, you the player are part of the like nightmarish aspect of what's happening in this tech gone wrong Twilight Zone. Okay. What, so, well, I mean, um, there's like there's like a ton of endings. There's a whole bunch of little changes you can make. Oh, okay, okay. I've heard it's not great, but I mean, it's you know, probably hour and a half. Something you can go interact with and play around with. So I, I mean, I don't know, what, and I don't have any reason to skip it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's probably fine. I mean, how do you how do you interact with it? I imagine that one, two, or three show up on your screen, and you choose oh, option okay. one, two, or three. Okay. With your remote or whatever. I didn't know if there was like a different way. Like I didn't know if it was like Alexa. a VR thing or. Hey Alexa, shoot me in my fucking head so I don't have to live through this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted her to speak up. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't do that, dickhead. And it looks like it has the kid who's been playing um, the Joker in the. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As like a side character, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it seems interesting. Bandersnatch um, is very much uh, a name of a game that a developer would make. Yeah, very, like, like it's, fall of the video game empire, like, Atari game. It's so, it, like... Yeah, very bad. Uh, what, was the, what was the one that... Because, uh, like, going through, um, like, going through, like, Full Sail, they mm-hmm. had us help... Um, with like the capstone projects of like some of the games that people right. were making, right? Um, well, the one that I helped on was Murder Hobo. Uh, that oh, was that's just good. that was just the name, and I was like, "Why is it Murder Hobo?" He's like, yeah. "I don't know." It sounded good. I was like, "There's it's like a Dungeons and Dragons reference." There's there's no there's no hobo that's doing murdering. It it was, and it wasn't even like a fantasy setting. It was weird. That's weird. It was very weird. It's just somebody that heard something and they liked it, I guess. Yeah, and it's just like, can can we can we change the name? Are we allowed to do that? We'll make new like logos. You don't really have any anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, nope, has to say this. Very yeah, weird. That ain't good. I, I like it should always be a placeholder date until yes somebody has the idea. You know what I mean? Yep. And yeah, this uh so yeah, basically I mean the reason that I wanted to call out the Bandersnatch <laughs> is that um it's uh it's like reignited this debate of like is this a game or a movie? Kind of like when oh people God. uh play like um walking simulators, they're like this is basically a movie but I have to walk forward and it doesn't just play on its own. Yeah. It's like yeah, that's true, but like this is a movie Choose your own adventure. Movies are not new. This is not like invented yesterday. So, it, um, I, I think we could debate on you know. what, like, what would like what is better, something like this where it's more movie focused, or something like, um, uh, like Edith Finch or something. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say and like Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. 
where it like yeah. leans more on the video game side rather. Yeah, that's interesting. Which it it would be really cool to see that nice middle ground. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cool. <clears throat> and then our this last, last one's uh, very interesting. Last article. Uh, Cliffy B is trying to bring the bro to Broadway. Um, bro Adway. <laughs> yeah, just I'm bringing the bro to Broad City. Yeah, so he's officially co-producing. Um, what are they called? Hades Town. Hades Town. Um, I know nothing about Hades Town. Uh, I don't know what kind of like we were talking about it before. Like what kind of return? Mm-hmm. he could get on something like this yeah i'm wondering why this is a smarter investment than just becoming like an indie game publisher you know what i mean right because he like you could stay in the game industry and not personally be making game decisions and shit like that you know what i mean yeah he like he has this mentality of i have to make this game and it has to be just the craziest graphics and it mm-hmm. has to like it has to bomb people's like computers, right? Like out, just trying to run it on high, on just normal high, um, not ultra high, not ultra high, not ultra graphics, not super realistic. Yeah, yeah. just um, high. He is high, but like I, I don't know why he he goes that route. The only time mm-hmm. he didn't go that route, I feel like, was with like Radical Heights, and that didn't get anywhere like at all. Well, it could have if they kept the company open longer than a week after releasing it. Well, I mean, even if they... Maybe. I, I don't know. It was it was a fun game, but you could tell people weren't playing it because I was getting first place. Yeah. When I'm getting first place in a Battle Royale game, there's not enough people playing. It's either, like, extreme luck or somebody's doing something wrong. Yeah. I, I've got, like, yeah. very <laughs> few wins. Like... Yeah. If we want to talk about Fortnite, I've never got a solo win on PS4. On the Switch, right. on the other hand. That's interesting. Where there's a lot, the Switch sucks. a lot less players. And all, not only that, but a lot less players that are over the age of 14. All you need is a pro controller and you automatically right, have an advantage. That's a, that's a huge point. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it's that kind of thing. He, If, if he would have focused on like an, an interesting art style rather than the best art style you've ever you know graphically ever have ever seen it, mm-hmm. it could have been different he could have brought these ideas and he could have been like an indie developer he could have been a good like indie developer that took whatever ideas he had in his head i mean that could be the other thing maybe he's out of ideas uh i mean i would maybe. hope that he's out of ideas considering he had one idea in the last 20 years i mean yeah maybe he's just out of the like i mean Saying that you, I mean, you're going to have to pull from some sort of genre. He's not going to redefine and create a genre or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, but having the, the story or whatever, the like, having that in your head, like, even the framework for something, I think mm-hmm. is important. And uh, maybe he just doesn't have that in him anymore. So that's uh, why like, he's like, well, let's, what, let's, what is something let's like... try to do Overwatch. Oh, let's try to do, like, Fortnite and PUBG. Like, yeah. It's like, He's he is a gameplay designer. Like ultimately is what it comes down to. Like he might have a good idea in general for like you know, oh here's an interesting story that people will latch onto and like a really good setting or whatever, but like is Gears of War is the setting of Gears of War really doing anything crazy? No. No. Like it's, you it, know. It's 
the it's the narrative. It's characters. It's the characters it's, that it's, are pushing. It's the characters. What's it's happening. what's happening. Yeah. It's not anything especially crazy. It, and even then, the characters. It's it's just a retelling of, I don't know, like any Vietnam or Iraq soldier movie. You know what I mean? Right. Like people have like dramatic past and this weird shit's happening, and now I have to reevaluate myself or whatever. Like it's nothing crazy. Like his his genius is in multiplayer mechanics um implementing things that people may not have thought of on their own right 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 right. so it is especially weird to me that i don't know he he takes this um he has this idea that he's like this god inventor of these amazing ideas and like gears of war is just well done multiplayer yeah. That's really all it is. The, the story mode is fine, but nobody goes and plays Gears of War just for the story mode and puts it down. Like, everybody I know that is a Gears of War fan plays it for the multiplayer. And that framework... It's kind of like Halo. I mean, that framework was already there, you know? It was all already ready. He just did it well. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? mean? So it's like, I, he would be an amazing producer because he has this experience. He knows how to push a budget across. He knows yeah. how to get a game out when it when you when you want to hold it back and work on it for another 40 years. Right. Like he knows all the shit that a lot of people starting out in the industry don't know. So that he would be amazing at that kind of thing and he has the money to do it for sure. Yeah. If he's fucking funding Broadway plays after he just bombed a studio a out company. two solid games. Yep. So like it's it's weird that he doesn't like now he for some reason he's acting like he thinks he's cursed or something. Which I guess is fair. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I'm never doing video games again because of how bad this went. And I guess that's fair, but like, it, it's very like me, me, me and not like, oh, the industry has just moved on and you're still doing the shit that worked on Gears of War 1, but it don't work anymore. Well, I mean, even then, like what I was getting at is like, that was just an Unreal Tournament character class that he made right. into a whole game. Exactly. It's very weird that, I, I don't know. Yeah. So like maybe to he'd... tie your whole identity into having failed to make a new Unreal game is really weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean to be fair, the gameplay wasn't terrible. Yeah, the gameplay was fun. I mean, you know, um, there's a lot. Of, I mean, like the new Unreal tournament is not going to be developed anymore. Uh, they're just going to do balance patches. They're not making any new content. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of shit like this happening all the time, and like, you know, stuff just you can't just make a game again from 20 years ago and expect it's going to do exactly as well as it did back then. Like the new doom did not do as good as the first new. No. <laughs> and the new well, doom did really well. Yeah. But it's not like genre redefining. Hades. You know what I mean? huh? Is that like, it's some kind of reference to something. I'm sure it's the, uh, it, it's, it's the, um, like teenage version of Halloween town. Whereas Halloween mm-hmm. town was meant for kids. Yeah. This is, like, meant for kids, but it's, like, like slightly older kids that older are watching teens. college movies. Yeah. And it's, like, a lot of fart jokes. And then, like, a dude well, says fart, Let's like, talk about 30 times. He's, he just, like, farts 15 times, and then he has sex with some lady at the end. The best movie of that year Damn. was Ass. It was... <laughs> 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 from Idiocracy, is like, it, uh, it was just an hour and a half of an ass. And then it shows it, and it's like... And everyone laughs. It won best narrative. <laughs> Damn, best narrative two K eighteen. My show was good, uh, but yeah, very weird. Um, mm. So I, I guess we'll see. We'll, 
what wacky shenanigans Cliffy B gets up to next. Jesus. God damn. I would like to introduce my own craft beer IPA brewery. <laughs> you, know, you know that's coming. You know he already has that. And he's There's just hanging out. There's a 0% chance that's not a coming. <laughs> and then he's going to sponsor a NASCAR. <laughs> that would be a Jesus. Turn. A turn left. It'd so. be a turn. It'd be a hard turn to the left. And then a drive straight and then a turn to the left. All right, so why don't we get into our top five for this yeah. year? Why don't we Why don't we work our way backwards? Um, uh, okay, uh, we'll start at your number five. This was your fifth game. Um, yep. So, what was your fifth game? Okay, so yeah, these are not necessarily actually. As the more I look at it, they are actually in order, sort of. Okay, but uh, not necessarily in any particular order. These are just of what came out this year. These are the five that I'm super into. Yeah, Grim said next Cliffy B is going to run for president. I do not fucking doubt that. That would be so cool. Who would he run with? Roseanne yeah, Barr. With, uh, that's funny. <laughs> he's going to run with uh, Angelina Jolie. They're going to do the split party ticket. Oh. Angelina Jolie is going to be the hard liberal side. Did You you heard that she wants to get into politics. Yeah, I did hear that, yeah. Extremely cursed. Her and Gwyneth Paltrow are going to fucking destroy it, all society. And then uh, Cliffy B is kind of more that bro-y kind of like, you know, a little bit racist, but he doesn't say anything that you know is racist. He's, you just can feel in yeah, your heart that he's racist. You can just tell. He might be you just a sense little it. it's racist. Not, it's not like specifically racist, but you just know that he doesn't like black When people. he walks into a room, you go, hey, I don't know him, but uh, is, he, is, is he racist? Like, he <laughs> looks like he's about to say the N-word. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's always on the tip of his tongue. <laughs> it's always right there on the tip of his tongue. You just if you have frosted that. tips or have at ever any point in your life had frosted tips, you drop an N-bomb every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Accidentally. Accident- yeah, that's even worse. At, at okay, IHOP, so you accidentally drop <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'll have a uh, <laughs> double chocolate chip that up. What'd you say, sir? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I mean... My fellow African American friends. <laughs> so all right. <laughs> so yeah, not in any particular order, but um, my number five for this year is a bit of a cheat. But people did it with uh, Witcher Wine and Blood the year before, so I'm going to do it. Civ Six Rise and Fall. All right. So this this dropped initially, I believe, in February, uh, or maybe it was a little bit later. But um, you know they're getting ready to do it again. God damn it with. Uh, what uh, the the next Civ expansion, um, Rising Rising Storm, Rising Tide, something like that, Gathering Storm. Oh. Oh. Grim, if you ever fucking ask me what is IHOP again, it's international, you bitch. In- international House of Burgers. All right, let's move on. It's International House of Pancakes. That was a joke. Oh, I just bitch. it's international. Grim. You can't act like that's a fucking American thing. Grim, I I. It is. I love that you're here. I He's love fucking fake as shit. Grim's making this up. He knows what I have. Is. I love that he's here and sometimes just doesn't know stuff. I'm, hold on, I'm looking up IHOP locations in England. We're we're going on a tangent, and he's like, "Wait, what's IHOP?" Son of a bitch. Oh man. Hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, that almost killed me. IHOP is specifically focusing on growth in the UK. 
According to journalism.co.uk. I don't know if that's reputable. Uh, I mean... Oh, there actually, there's several of them in Ireland, so that might be... They have not moved into Northern and uh, the UK yet, so... And Grimm's not allowed back in Ireland, so... Well, Grimm's definitely not allowed in IHOP after fucking this denigrating bullshit. They're... They... they <coughs> they're watching. He says it sounds like bunny porn. It just sounds like... It just sounds like Apple created something that hops. Yeah, really. The IHOP. It's like a, that backflipping cat robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Civilization Rise and Falls, <laughs> basically back. about IHOPs. Oh, um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, it it added a lot more. Like, um, it added to the kind of international politics section that I think was pretty weak in the initial launch of Civ Six. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the main things it did as well, uh, it really opened up like ocean faring shit. Like there was a lot of like ocean based civilizations. Or people that could make new use of ocean tiles. Um, obviously added a bunch of new wonders. Uh, it kind of altered uh, religious battles a little bit. But the main thing it did was added uh, Dark Ages and Golden Ages. Um, so if you cool. did really badly and basically didn't advance your society that much in like a period of 50 turns or whatever, um, you would go into a Dark Age. And then if you did really well, you'd go into a Golden Age. And then if you went from a dark age into a golden age you'd have this massive like boost um of like your society basically like clapping back mm-hmm. on all the haters um so yeah i mean civ 6 i've got like 200 hours in this game i really love it it's something that i like to play in the background as i'm doing other shit um it leaves a little bit to be desired like i wish you could do just a little bit more like kingdom management style of shit because i'm really into that Mm-hmm. But uh, it did a good job overall. It added, like, loyalty to the game. So you could, like, get civil other, uh, like, especially city-states, you could get them to join your civilization if you basically convinced them that you were dope. And then uh, you could actually do the same thing to enemies' cities. You could do, like, quote-unquote culture bombs that would make an, a nearby enemy city want to join your empire because it was like, damn, dude, we're part of Turkey right now, and it, like, totally sucks. So let's go join Germany or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh damn, look at all this cool shit they have over there. Mm-hmm. We don't I mean, even that's basically have what, a Del Taco. Like, France and Germany did that. Or I should say Prussia, I guess. Um, you know, France and Germany did that like constantly, where they were changing off cities. Like there are French cities that have clearly German names. Uh-huh. There are several countries where French and German are their two official languages. You know what I mean? Like Belgium was like, you know what? I'm sick of you guys fighting over us, so we're just gonna do our own thing. I mean, that's basically <laughs> what Switzerland is as well. So. Yeah, um, you know it's it that kind of shit happened in real life, so it's cool they're adding it. Um, the next expansion is going to be adding things like the World Congress and stuff like that. I'm really excited for. Um, God damn! So yeah, they if the, like their games are really weird, especially with the last like couple. It's really mm-hmm. been like okay, let's get this out here. Okay, here it is. Now we're gonna add now we're gonna make this it good. next piece. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then at the end of the game. They're like, okay, we have all this, you know, at the end of, like, everything, we have all, this is the full game. This is what we mm-hmm. intended. But then the brand new one's coming out, and you're already like, well, I want the new one. They're going to gut a bunch of shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people continue to play Civ Five and pretty much until this one came out, and Civ Five was still pretty popular. So, um, that definitely happens where, like, <laughs> you know, the players know how that goes. It's kind of like uh, Sims, almost. Where, like, a new Sims game will come out, and then they have to re-release all the new content, and then they make a couple new, actually brand new things. And then the next one comes out, and then they have to re-release everything they did for all the last ones, and then they make the new one. 
You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Uh, Civ kind of functions in that same way, and it sort of has a similar behaving fan base, I think. Grim so, says he's been to Turkey. It sucked. Grim, yeah, what, I would guess. Grim, what happened in Turkey? What did they do to Turkey you? Turkey needs to fucking reunite with Iran and become Persia again. It, well, when you go to Turkey and you don't immediately get given a turkey meal, like turkey to eat, it's well, yeah, I mean, fucked up. When you when when you go to like Hawaii, you step off the plane and they you know put the they hit well, you with a lay. They, yeah, they hit you with a lay. You immediately get laid when you get to mm-hmm. Hawaii. <clears throat> like yeah, he said no turkeys in Turkey. That's exactly, exactly what I knew it's, it's kind of shitty when you cross the in. Are they? they should immediately give you. I don't know why I feel like it should be a warm apple cider. And a turkey sandwich. Mm. Yep. Warm uh, apple cider. How hard is that to good. do? Come on. It's a good point. You're the only one named Turkey. Yeah, they should either. There's no. They definitely need to either rebecome the Ottoman Empire or uh, rejoin with uh, Iran and become Persia. Either of those would be cool. I mean, if there was a place called Ham, I mean, maybe, mm. and you both decided just not to do it, that would be okay. But yeah, sure. there's no Ham, as far as I know. I'm about to go ham if I don't get some ham. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so how are we doing? Kong got shit on me. Do you want to jump to me, or you just want to knock out all your stuff? And then yeah, you go ahead me? and do your fifth. fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. Fifth. Yeah, go to Hamburg and you <clears throat> get a hamburger. It's fucked up. All right, we've played a, or you know, I've played. Uh, I, I played. A, I know I played a lot of the major games this year, yeah. and that was. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that was. Uh, surprising. Usually there's a year where I'm like, man, I missed this massive title. Like, it was too big, and I can't believe I missed it. Um, mm-hmm. What was it last year? Uh, like, was Horizon last year? Yeah, last February or something. Yeah, like that. I never played Horizon. Um, yeah. So, so that was kind of crazy. I really didn't have that this year. So I got to, you know, play um, and have an idea about pretty much everything. Um, mm-hmm. So rounding out my top five... Um, as many faults as it has, uh, I still enjoy what the game's doing. But mm-hmm. uh, my fifth is Divinity Original Sin Two. Nice. Um, I, I I really like I really like the gameplay. Um, I like the storytelling. I like that there's things that you can miss, uh, which give you multiple reasons to um, you know come back and mm-hmm. and and try to tackle things a different way. Um, but like I said, it's kind of in the bottom. Uh, it's at the bottom of my list, even though it's probably one of the games that I played the most of. <laughs> um, it just, it's like, damn. I, I just wish that they had nailed it, it, the game. Like I said a few times before, it just feels like it knows too much about you. Like it knows that your character is undead, so they immediately attack without actually having that knowledge. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um,. <laughs> You're mentioning me in comments. Don't look at it. It'll completely disrupt this flow of the show. <laughs> I'm already going. <laughs> 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 keep moving. Oh keep going. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, we're totally interrupting the flow of the show here. But <laughs> the things that it does right uh, with your character and the way that you can build your character. Um, I mean, when you land like certain moves together, or you know, it it just it, it feels very successful. Um, mm. Now, whether or not the character dies or a ninety 
8% chance hit misses. Um, that That's kind of where the the problem I have falls, <laughs> like, comes into play. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's uh, uh, a good, like, everything, like, together, like, the game as a whole, I think that's why it kind of comes in um, in my top five. Just, you can play through any of the characters with the story, you can have your own story, um, or any mix of that. So, you know, as a as as a fan of uh you know like D D it just kind of like this is this is kind of the perfect uh like Dungeons and Dragons game, I feel like I don't know why. Um so yeah, yeah. That would be uh Divinity Original Sin two, that'd be my fifth. Mm-hmm. Alright. Cool. Uh so hopping back to the fourth. And we're gonna call out uh Grimm's uh, list as he's going through it too. Yep, we'll call out Grimm's uh, Grimm's Cat list. Cat Quest too. His his fifth one is one through five, huh? Yeah, interesting. And then that whatever that fucked up uh, anime girls like beach volleyball game will be number one. Peach Beach Splash. Peach Beach Splash twelve. Um, hold on, I need to find that. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my so my number four. Um, was uh, Detroit Become Human. Okay. Um, I really wanted to just mad talk shit on it when it came out. Just with so many issues that the company is having, David Cage being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I mean, it, ultimately, it really didn't do very well. Um, but I can't say I didn't enjoy it. It's continuing to hit that heavy rain shit for me. Um yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked it. it. It's definitely got some issues. Like, It's one of those things like when you go see a movie and while you're watching the movie, you're into it. And then when you think about it, you're like, oh, well, this was kind of an issue and they didn't really think about this. And, you know, it's that kind of thing where like when you're playing it, it's really good. And then when you think about it, it's like, well, I don't super love some of the metaphors they were going for. But sure. ultimately, uh, I think it nails what it's trying to do. Um, you know? Right. Like I said, it's it's definitely got some issues, but it's it's really good. I really enjoyed the story. Probably the best story of this year that I've played. Uh, wow. 2018 was a bad year for stories and games, I believe. Okay, um, so this was just kind of aside like from the, a couple big stickouts. This was just kind of like the best of the of the worst, I guess. Pretty much. I mean, it's good in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh it's up there. Okay. Cool. I think our number, <laughs> our respective number ones are probably the only spot where it gets beat, story-wise. Yeah. Um, so, for Grim, did we want to pop his into, look, pepper it in, or do we want to save his to the end and be like, honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, I'd say Grim, tell us maybe your top three, and those will be some honorable mentions. Well, no, I have his list of top five. Oh, all five? Okay, yeah. cool. He uh, sent it yeah. to us over on Twitter. Okay, so you just want... Well, yeah, we can just hit his, too. So go ahead and say his five, and then we'll do his four, and then your four. Okay. Yeah, his uh, his number five is uh, Spider-Man for PS4. Cool. Um, yeah. I, I'm, he, he didn't really elaborate on what he liked about it, but mm, it, it's pretty obvious <laughs> on like where this game shines. Um, and then, of course, where it, it you know falters just a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
it, it felt good to just swing around. Just in general. Like, I could pop this game in now and have as much fun swinging around and just having, you know, that motion of, mm-hmm. you know, going through the city. Um, I have as much did fun it? there as I did, you know, popping in and playing on, goddamn, what, the PS2. Like, all the way yeah. back then. That was the last good one. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's, a. Uh, that's his. I'm sure that'll be uh, brought up again in the future. <laughs> oh yeah, that's his. Uh, that's his drawback. No venom or carnage. Um, that's fine. He when he grows up, he wants to be just like carnage. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so we'll jump into my uh, four, and then we'll wrap back and hit Grimm's uh, fourth. Um, okay. My four is. Actually, uh, let me pause this. There we go. Uh, Super Smash. Super Smash mm-hmm. Bros. Ultimate. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really is, like, we don't really need much of a reason for some of these games. For, like, mm-hmm. uh, Super Smash. For, um, yeah, like, Super Smash, Red Dead. Uh, like, any of the major big games. I, I don't really think that they're, like, we need to justify why because it's pretty obvious um mm-hmm. but the you know the it was just it, it, i had so i had a lot of fun trying to unlock all the characters that was my first goal i want to unlock all mm-hmm. the characters um and then getting to play as those characters that you know i've never played before i spent very little time with uh yeah. it just yeah it just feels good to even if you're terrible with the character it's still fun um, and there's a lot more fun to come even after you've collected everybody. Mm-hmm. You just jump online, and uh, especially if you have a few friends that are all playing, you know, we don't have to all be sitting around playing together since, you know, like pretty much everybody, nobody lives close to each other anymore. Um, right. you know, you still have that option, and that's, uh, you know. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome thing in itself, which at some point you kind of just like wondered, you know, is Nintendo ever going to go down this route? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the World of Light, despite it being kind of uh, kind of frustrating a little bit, yeah. like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, um, I think that's about the only problem. I had aside from their them re- changing the trophies to basically stickers spirits as they call them, um, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, having all the characters together, they didn't leave anybody out. Um, added some new ones. That's a win in my book. Mm-hmm. Very big win. All right, uh, and then wrapping back to Grimm's number four, I actually don't have a video for it, uh, mm-hmm. but it was Monster Hunter World. All right. Um, pretty close to making my top five, uh, yeah. to be honest. Uh, I spent a lot of time with Monster Hunter World um, and had a lot of fun playing that with other uh, other players. They did a lot of things right, uh, but the things that really kept me from adding it... Uh, after I was... After the game was done and it's like, oh, you just you know need to level up a little bit after beating the game and you can go and do this um 
I, I never did that because I was like, but why am I going to go fight this other monster? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I getting out of it? And ultimately, I was like, there's nothing I'm going to get out of it. I'm just, I'm going to have the satisfaction, I guess, of just fighting the monster. Um, yeah. And by that time, I was pretty much the only person uh, of, like, my core team who was all playing together left playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind of like, well, I don't want to do this shit by myself. Right. So, you know, it, it, it fell off. But they are they did manage to do some upkeep, some of the cool things that they did uh, do. Um, like the uh, the Aloy costume from Horizon, the uh, Mega Man um, was the little character that you have, the Palico, the Mega Man mm-hmm. Palico. Yeah, I mean, they, they did some cool stuff there. The combat was a lot of fun. Getting into a party with your team was kind of a pain in the ass. I think we spent like an hour and a half trying to figure that out the first day. So that was pretty, pretty, um, that was pretty crazy. Grim says 330 hours lost the save when he had the PS4. Damn. God damn. That's yeah, that's rough. Um,. So, yeah, I totally get, you know, he put a lot of time into this game. I know he's playing it long after uh, I was with um, yeah. uh, with the person he was playing with. So, I think they kind of, at the end, kind of came to the same conclusion I did. Like, why, why am I doing this? Um, yeah. But with that many hours put into it, it kind of has to be your, in your top five of the game of the year. Obviously, you mm. played it. Uh Plenty, a lot, a lot, en- enough <laughs> to do everything, and then some. Yeah, cool. Um, so let's jump into three. Yeah, so uh, my number three was Frostpunk. Um, you know, it's something that I really enjoyed. Uh, their first game from this same group. Um, they did uh, this War of Mine, right? And they moved right onto the city manager sim type thing Mm -hmm. uh but it's such a unique setting um you really feel uh the presence of it um when you're in the game i mean like i would feel cold playing this game it looks cold in my hot ass computer room yeah (laughs) so like you know it's uh i I really dig it i really like what it's doing i've played some of the dlc stuff some of the additional scenario things and it's uh it's really powerful cool um so I mean, there's I, not a, too much ton to say about it, but I, I never, I like, I never got a chance to play this. Um, mm. There's just so much stuff out. It's, you know, just one of those yeah. things that I wanted to play. It kind of fell through the cracks. Um, but yeah, it looks great. I mean, the art style is really good, and the way that you know, I, like the things that I've seen from you talking about it and uh, and hearing about it, it seems like this mm-hmm. was one of the bigger games that I missed this year. Yeah. It's a good one. For sure. Cool. Um, and my uh, my number three was actually uh, Grimm's number five. It is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I almost had a problem putting this on, yeah. on the board. Um, th- this one was on the chopping block but then as i thought about it uh you know we spent several weeks thinking about this um Mm -hmm. yeah and we we also wanted to not have between the two of us we didn't have any crossover between our top five right well so that was something where a couple things made on the list that probably wouldn't have otherwise yeah and i think that was 
that that might have played a might have played a role. Um, mm. But I mean, my biggest complaint is this was a weekend game. I finished this really quick, but it had everything that I loved about it. It had amazing swinging, amazing uh, combat. It had um, had a pretty fun story. Uh, you know, some surprising characters and uh, and just some epic fights that were just they were really good but it was it, it felt like it was over so quick for me it was yeah you know um but i had I, I had a lot of fun with not only um playing the game but like their photo mode mm-hmm. and trying to recreate things like i've even seen people trying to recreate like into the spider-verse um, like that, like the iconic cool. into the Spider Verse like um, poster or whatever, where he's like dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen people trying to do that, and that, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it's still going. I've seen people create actually just like um, like full little comic books by collecting photos and then putting them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. It's interesting. So that would be uh, my number three. And Grimm's number three is uh, a game that I actually didn't play this year. I don't know if you did either. Hollow Knight. No, I did not. I've I've heard a lot about Hollow Knight, but I just can't, like, the side-scrolling platformer thing is just, like, so overdone for me. I can't get into it anymore. Yeah. um, Let me look up. Grab a trailer really quick for Hollow Knight. But like I said, I've heard a lot of amazing stuff. Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard some good stuff. I know Grimm's had quite a um, quite a lot of fun playing this one. It, the art to me really screams um, like "Don't Starve." Mm-hmm. Yep, I definitely get that vibe. Yeah, it's it, it, it's cool. I just don't know enough about it um, mm. to be able to cast my own opinion. Like I said, because I never played it. Um, right. He says, love the game. It's really rewarding. Um, it's really rewarding to, like, kill a boss. It's hard and frustrating. There's no block or parry. Just learn to dodge and heal when it's, um, mm. like, worth it. So, yeah, yeah. I've jumped into a stream, I think, once or once or twice while he's uh, been playing this. It does not look uh, easy. Mm-hmm. So... No, it certainly is, sounds really difficult from what I've heard. Yeah, and the art, it's just... I can't say enough about how... Um, like, just how cool the art is. Like, mm-hmm. if you've watched our show or, heard, you know, listened to our podcast, you know that we're fans of, like, Don't Starve. And especially yeah. me and the art for Don't Starve. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. good. Um, so this is very much uh, up my alley in art. Uh, it kind of seems almost like a um, a slightly more traditional version of like Cuphead. Yeah, yeah. And the gameplay, like I don't know why, but like I, when I see him jumping around on walls and stuff, it just reminds me and like all the like saw blades and all mm-hmm. that stuff. It reminds me of like Super Meat Boy. Yeah, I definitely get that too. It's like you kind of get like a little bit of like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Where you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. That's just too hard for me, dude. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely... The junior gamer has logged in. Yeah, this is definitely something that's not not up your alley. No. But they would go up your alley if you were trying to play this. Yeah. Maybe right up your back door. 
Cool. Hmm? What? Uh, right, so let's let's round off this top two. What do you got? Yeah, my number two. I've been talking about this a lot, so I don't have a lot to add. But it's BattleTech. Um, right. I've been having a ton of fun with it. It's really challenging, really rewarding. Again, when you figure out how to uh, take an enemy down, or if you're like holding on by the skin of your tits and you just barely beat a mission, uh-huh. like that kind of stuff's really good. Um, but ultimately, there's really not a lot to say about it. Sure. Um, yeah, we've been talking about this off and on for like months. Yeah, um, Paradox Interactive finally battling their way into <laughs> into your top mm-hmm. five. Um, yeah. I, I feel like they put out so many games, you know. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's good. Check it out if you're into strategy. If you're into specifically like tactics strategy, it's good. How does this differ from like? like frostpunk like how do you uh i mean it, like like well in this i like, mean you're how really did you... mostly managing like a squad of four yeah like, whereas in frostpunk you're managing like a hundred idiots that don't know how to go to fucking work and get their coal well i mean how did this out uh out class oh i just think frostpunk. this has like i think this has more going on uh-huh um like frostpunk i mean i like i like city sims a lot i spend a lot of time in like world management games i guess but i just it's just so much more satisfying to like take out an enemy mech than it is to have everybody go to sleep warm yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like that's nice but it's this is you just get such better like bursts of dopamine basically yeah i feel like this game will be a little bit more um it has a little more uh like action to it so it's it's not as yeah awesome yep Grim, if you want to write something about your uh, second game, go ahead while I tackle mine. Um, my uh, my game pulling in second place. Um, it, it was for me. It was such a good game for the year. We I talked about it a lot. I streamed it a ton. Uh, mm-hmm. But Octopath Traveler. Um, Hell yeah! This was this was something really crazy that like you just get sometimes get the feeling that you know that time is done you know you're not gonna you're not gonna see that type of game anymore but they brought it out on a fantastic console um Mm -hmm. at you know like at just a really good time it's just yeah everything was good about this um it they needed a good game to help push the switch along and it, for me this was it like i still play this from time to time mm-hmm. there's so much to do so many characters they all have their unique story so much to explore um and so many different combinations like even if you wanted to like swap your character over to something else you know there's mm-hmm. there's plenty of reason t- to do that um yeah so yeah uh you know just like a lot of the other games we like talked about these games like so much and it's mm-hmm. really hard to pick you know other things out about it that that we love that we haven't already talked about um yeah. but yeah i mean i think the most satisfying thing for me is to uh, in the in the game was to build up uh you get those little like action points and mm-hmm. if you use a uh, like a skill it takes away one action point but you can like boost up the action points um, and instead of doing like a level one attack, you can do a level two or a three or a four or a five. And it uses yeah. those action points. And doing the maximum attack 
Especially if you can do the maximum attack and it attacks like the entire front line of the enemies. Mm-hmm. And you just wipe out like four or five people. It's extremely satisfying to just feel yeah. that like one of those games like I'm truly overpowered. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, I, I think that was a big um, big reason uh, That's cool. that this made uh, top two for me. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and switching over to Grim, his second place game was Nino Kuni Two Revenant Kingdom. Um, awesome. He said uh, he was pretty bummed when uh, when he finished it, but he didn't end up doing the last optional boss. Such a huge grind, but loved the game, and he was really happy with it. Um, mm-hmm. This was one of the games I missed this year, and it actually almost landed at uh, the... After we're done, we're going to mention a game that we missed this year and then a game that we're looking forward to. That one was one of the two that I was going to pick for the games I missed this year. Um, mm-hmm. I was a huge supporter of Nino Kuni, the the first Nino Kuni. Um, right. That, like, I, I think I ended up getting, like, one of the bigger editions of the game. Um, and, yeah, it, it was super fun. So this will hopefully be one that I'll get to pick up down the road. And uh, and give it a go. So I totally get why. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. All right. So I think our number ones are not going to be big surprises. <laughs> no. Uh, so my number one uh, was Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, especially like with the core ending and then some of the stuff in the epilogue is good. I think overall the epilogue was sort of a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um. It was really, um, I don't know, I guess it, like, the pacing in the whole game is just whack. Oh, yeah. Fuck. It's way off. Everything ends in a fucking shootout, which is a problem. But, like, the problems that exist in the game are overcome by the things they do so well. Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, I mean, I think it's gonna go down as one of the better like games of the generation possibly the game of the generation it could yeah um kind of like you know gta 5 was like the end of the 360 ps3 era and like hearkening in the uh xbox one ps4 era so i think this is going to be kind of similar yeah um i think a lot of that will uh hinge on what they can do with the online Mm -hmm. but the like everything that we have for like our solo game is it it's almost too much i was talking about this before the show um it's just like putting in an hour hours worth of gameplay it just Mm. like you just can't you know there's just not enough time to get to where you're going do the mission and turn it in and do everything like you're just gonna want to you know you're gonna want to wander off you're mm-hmm. gonna want to do something else and yep. that that's one of the bigger downfalls for me but um you know that aside with like and the reason this might have rounded out this one probably would have bumped up um divinity and maybe made it into my top five um mm-hmm. i maybe have taken out spider-man and bumped up divinity just because i don't know that that was where i was kind of like really struggling um but this 
I mean, it, for it going back and being on, like, it feeling like a uh, last-gen game, kind of, it mm. did a really good job of delivering everything that it was, like, meaning to deliver. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's an impressive game. It's a must-play game. Like, mm. even if you don't intend to beat the game, getting mm. into the world and just, like... Like playing it, you can almost smell it. It's weird. It has <laughs> like it. It does. It just like it, it's almost like it's very immersive. Dusty. Mm. I, I don't know. You feel immediately gritty when you get in there and start like herding cattle or doing some shit. Um. Yep. So, yeah, I, I definitely get it. There's so much to do, and you've done all of that, and there's still side stuff to do. There's still yep. there's still hunting. There's still. You know, yeah, I'm only like at, uh, small I think things. the game told me I'm at, with full completion of the story and the epilogue, and I have, there's a few extra missions that are still waiting around for me, and I have not done a lot of the hunting and stuff, I'm at 80% completion. Damn. I'm probably not going to get much further than that. So. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely get it. This is, um, it's a... It's a big game. It's a game that mm-hmm. we'll be talking about next year, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we'll see where they end up going with uh, going with it. So, I mean, it is. It they always seem to come out. They always seem to come in there at the end. Yep. You know, whether it's the end of the year or the end of a console. So, cool. And my uh, my number one game again. No surprise, uh, is God of War. Hell yeah. Um, I feel like this could have probably have been, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I kind of didn't want to pick God of War. I wanted to pick something else, but you can't, I can't ignore the fact that, um, like everything I completed with this game. Hmm. It, like, which was literally everything. There was nothing left for me to do. I played it until there was nothing I, more I could do. Um, and that's uh you know that that definitely has to say something about the game like like even all the optional stuff the way that they delivered everything the way they could have possibly have set up what what did he say he said um i i could do uh like i have stuff for another like five games or something like that something like that yeah yeah some ridiculous amount and uh like after playing this one i can't go well i don't need five more um, oh, I need at least three more. Exactly, at least three more. We'll see after God of War four if I'm if I want any more. Yeah, um, but if they, you know, if 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 they go down that route and they, you know, continue to um, deliver games like this, and then they kind of reinvent themselves again and you know g- go a different direction, um, I think this game felt so fresh because it's not it's familiar characters doing something completely unfamiliar. Um, and that's that's good. The like everything was great about it. the gameplay, the character building, the world. Um, I can't think of a negative thing to say about this game. That's why it's game of the year for me. Yeah, yeah. That's something that um, I, I think God of War, we've agreed, is our like MGI game of the year or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, the difference is that in Red Dead. There's some stuff that's extremely well done and some stuff that needs work. Right. In God of War, there's nothing that needs work. 
Yeah. I, like, it is a whole complete game is ready to go. Yeah, it feels like it's it, it's done. And we, yeah. and getting, and like, like, this day and age, getting a game that's, like, done is mm. pretty crazy. I, I don't feel yep. like we get games that are, like, finished. I feel like we get games and then they get finished, like, two years later. Right. And, yeah. I mean, just the little things, like, um, like there's little things that just made me incredibly happy with the game, like the axe. Uh, like, you throw mm. the axe and it swings around and it hits a few people and then it lands behind the enemy. And when you call it to yourself, it hits the enemies in the back and they lunge towards you because they just got slammed in the spine with an axe. Yep. I mean, it's, like, they didn't have to do that. The axe could have just went through the character, could have ignored them. But yeah. they went that extra mile. It's but like when you like recall your axe and you left it way behind you and you can hear it pinging off of everything in the entire level coming toward you. Yeah, it's kind of like it's amazing. That, it's like that feel in like um, uh, Soul Reaver when you throw a fucking trident through the whole level and it just travels forever. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it, it, it's um, it's a great game. Grim, he's like not a massive fan of Red Dead or God of War. He, he, Everybody's wrong sometimes, you know? Grim loves to hate things that are good. Mm. He has this this thing, like, make it a point that, like, I like I don't like things that, uh, like, everyone else likes. It's like, it's cool. Well, it's like, oh, I was a really big fan of My Chemical Romance's first CD before they got signed by Warner Brothers. <laughs> it's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. But, fun. yeah. Um, and then... Grimm's number one game that he uh, he has put up here. Let me mm-hmm. see. Uh, is actually, I, I thought I had a video readied up, and I was I, I was right. I did. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, wow. He said that. Uh, <laughs> well, a lot of it comes down to it's a highest viewed stream. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but he's 50 hours in and hasn't finished it yet. Uh, big game. It's a big game. Yeah. Um, he's not the only one that has really talked about this game. We heard, uh, yeah, I've heard about this d- during, during E3 before it even came out. Um, Ed Dunn, who joins us usually for E3 and some mm-hmm. of the bigger shows, he's like, this is my game of the year. I don't even need, I don't need to play it. I know what I know what it is, and I know what I'm getting, and I know I'm gonna love it, and um, and I, I think that's true. I think it's cool um, that uh, it, it was it was Ed's game of the year. Uh, it's Grimm's game of the year. Yours was Red Dead. Mine was God of War. Pasty's game of the year was actually God of War as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we have we we have a pretty interesting. Uh, uh, variety um, of games that made Game of the Year. I'm really surprised a Nintendo game didn't um, didn't make Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. It was close for me. It was it was it was really close. Um, but uh, doing literally everything in a game kind of put it over the top for me. I think when I was choosing mine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, moving forward into uh games that we missed uh dragon quest is actually the game that i missed yeah so Um, it would have been really nice to uh um 
to actually get a chance to play that. Uh, mm-hmm. And hopefully next year I'll get that chance to like sit yeah. down and um, play through Dragon Quest. Uh, but I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> I mean, next year is not like a bunch of Spider-Man style games. It's a bunch of really big shit that's going to last forever and then have multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just next year is it's it's gearing up right like right away, right out of the gate at the end of the first month. I think we talked about that. You know, we have yeah. two huge. Two, for me, there's for everyone. I think there's a huge game, and then there's like a smaller game mm-hmm. that's good that month, and then um, Anthem, uh, Metro Exodus, and more. I mean, it's just right. even the time when there should be not that many games. You should be playing your last, like last year's games, trying to uh, finish all of those up. It just mm. you're still getting hit with massive games. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, there's also for me, I still have Persona to play, Persona Five. I actually yep. just got that for Christmas, and I haven't even opened it. You know, I'm waiting for that shit on Switch. That'd be cool. Yeah, it looks like you're waiting for him on Smash too, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, my game I missed, I actually own it already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just haven't played it. Uh, it's Return of the Obra Dinn. Um, I know for a lot of, like, more indie-focused um, people are, have been talking about how Obra Dinn is, like, their game of the year. Like, indie game of the year. Right. Um, certainly, the art style is nothing to be shit at. I just don't, like, what, like, what's the gameplay well, here? I, this is a notebook, like you need to be taking notes, type of game. It's almost like Sudoku. Oh, like, I, I appreciate so, that. So you have a list of the crew names, mm-hmm. and then you see the shadows of the crew members, or you know this this whatever this art style you would consider that to be, and you have to figure out who everybody is and link things together. And like every, it's like every three people or every five people or something like that. If you get them right, they'll lock in. So you know it's right. Oh, cool, cool. But then you'll be like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is this guy. I know this is this guy, and if those two were true, then this must be this other guy. So, and then you go put those in, and it doesn't lock, and you're like, oh fuck, I'm wrong. So you're like a detective, and you're trying to right. figure out what happened. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So it's a, uh, I mean, a really cool concept. Really, the art is phenomenal. Art, yeah. I've heard the music is extremely good on it. It's a like conceptually. It's about as quick and brief as it could possibly be. Like, you can see all individual content pretty quickly. But to piece everything together and figure out what was going on and really get the, you know, the whole story takes some time. And you need to take notes. That's you have to figure cool. out who all 51 people were on the, on the boat. God damn. So. That's cool. That's, um, that's pretty cool. So, can, can you get it wrong? Hell yeah. And, yeah, if you, if and you get it wrong, pre- it just doesn't lock in. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, it, it would be cool if you could get it wrong, and it would just progress anyway. You just don't... Now I don't know about that person. Yeah. That but yeah, yeah, I mean, not only do you have to figure out who everybody is, but also how they died. Damn. So you can determine... It, it, this is the one where you're like an insurance adjuster. Oh, okay, that's what it is. So you have to, you have to determine if your insurance company's liable. <laughs> Which is amazing. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to checking this out. I wonder if this is like... 
a couple of guys sitting around and they're just like drinking. And they get to that point where they're they're not blackout drunk, but they're pretty drunk. And he's like, bitch, I can make a video game about being an insurance adjuster. Well, I mean, this is the guy that made a video game about being a border patrol agent. So Exactly. Like I feel like they're just or a newspaper editor. They're just fucking blasted drunk. And this guy's like, awesome. Well, Lucas Pope. Lucas Pope's really cool. What's the craziest shit I could think of? Well, let's just make it really basic. Exactly. I mean, that's what's really crazy about it too is that it's it turns out to be so simple. Mm-hmm. Like you're an insurance agent, you need to figure out if your company's liable for the shit or not. Right. It's just it's so good. It comes out so good. So I'll I'll ask Grim Grim, what's one of the biggest games that you missed in uh, 2018? Uh, go ahead and write that in while we talk about. Mm. <clears throat> um, I guess while I don't know, we probably should ask him in the middle of this. Um, while we jump to uh, our most anticipated games of 2019, mm. <clears throat> mine are no surprise. I've been playing them. Um, um, he said none. He played everything that he wanted. <laughs> Smart. I wish I could do that. God damn. Um, so, yeah, minor no surprise. It's just, you know, one hit early access at the end of the year. It's supposed to be coming out next year. The other one is slated for the end of um, 2019. But, yep, Session and Skater XL. It's uh, cool. not not really not really a big surprise. I've been following them for a long time. I know you guys have heard a ton about them, but um, full release um, is is really big, especially with Session. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, like Session is doing something that I don't think Skater XL is gonna do. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I know Grim earlier was like Skater looks better. <laughs> it's like it's because you're not seeing it fully textured like we're kind of seeing it here. Um, and they're also doing uh, a multiplayer mode where you can just jump in with friends and, and skate together and they're doing an editor mode so you can go from being a skater to an editor that's cool um, so you just ride along and push like you normally would but you're the camera and you get to that's really cool. choose um you know, when to zoom in, when to zoom out, when to get closer, when to fade. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and that that's for session. And then Skater itself was, uh, I, I, I don't rightfully know what they're doing and how they plan on attacking it. If they do their game, Session's doing um, Hub Worlds, where you... Like, this is uh, the Jersey Banks. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, they give you a big section of that area to do whatever you'd like in. Um, if Skater XL does their game where it's, like, more of an open, kind of like they did with, um, like, Skate, where it's just, like, open, you can skate from place, you mm-hmm. know, from big place to big place, um, that would be super cool. And it would make the game different enough and reason enough for people to pick up uh, both games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I you know, twenty nineteen is a big year for skateboarding, um, yeah. and a big year for uh, uh, pretty much all of video games. There's some of the biggest games that I've been excited for in a very long time coming out that uh, mm-hmm. next year. So, 
Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll uh, call out my huge mega triple A massive game that I'm looking forward to. And Grim, uh, go ahead if there's one next year, type it in. Yeah. Uh, sure. So the one I the one I have to get next year, and if I don't get it soon, I'm gonna cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Animal Crossing for the Switch. Yeah, yeah, we've got some pretty good looks at uh, some amazing things coming to the Switch, and this one mm-hmm. is right there at the top of that list. Like honestly, this is one of the things where like this is to me the 3DS killer. Like uh-huh. when you start getting stuff like this and Pokemon and things like that on the Switch, that is where the Switch will become my go-to system. Like almost exclusively right um so you know i'm there's like 20 minute videos dissecting this two minute teaser where nothing happens yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like i'm really excited to see more we're thinking that possibly toward the end of january we're gonna get a nintendo direct that will show some gameplay um also it's possible that animal crossing switch is coming out a lot sooner than you would think um yeah, yeah, that's what you were saying earlier. Apparently, it's possible that we'll have a quarter one release. I don't. I'm not buying into that. I would think maybe up to like early summer would be realistic. But uh, yeah, I I do feel like they have to have something um, not big or not huge, hmm. but something kind of big uh, yeah. coming out um, within the first three or four months of 2019, just to keep the mm-hmm. momentum going for the system. Yeah. Yeah, and right now, I mean, really, the only things we know that they're working on, uh, they would have maybe some new, um, a, a couple more Smash characters to mention. Uh, their Metroid project and this. That's basically it. Yeah. Uh, wait. Uh, speaking of like big first party Nintendo. Yeah. When is when is Pokemon? Uh, that's probably going to be maybe the very end Next of nineteen year. or twenty. I don't think it'll be next year. You don't think it'll be next year? Or, um... Yeah. 19, yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting we're, like, right at the end, so when I say next year, it doesn't mean 2020. Right. I think 2020 is when we're going to get Pokemon. Probably March 2020. Right, right. Um, cool. I just don't see him doing it any faster than that, especially considering uh, Let's Go. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that... Uh, yeah, I, I, I think... Um, I don't I think, think that, like, took resources away or anything, but... I'm thinking it'll probably be, like, a summer game for, like... I don't know why I feel like it'll be, like, a summer game for 2020. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then I, I I wanted to put this other game on here. Uh, mm. Grim said... I asked him what games he's excited for next year. He literally said none. All right, just sell your consoles on January 1st. <laughs> what are you doing? You don't need them. Uh, he's like... We mentioned a few. Anthem, Sekiro, Devil May Cry. Um, yeah, those will all be good. He's making fun of Tom Nook's eyes because he looks... He says stoned. Um, well, Tom... Well, he's rich as hell, so he's like constantly... He can do whatever he wants. He needs to feel anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. More like Tom Man, he's Crook. He's got so much of my fucking money. Yeah, Tom Crook, am I right? <clears throat> well... Animal Crossing guillotine. Bandit bastard. Um, but one of the, I think for me, the biggest game, it doesn't matter what year it comes out, I think probably mm. my most anticipated um, is Cyberpunk. Hell yeah. Out of like uh, Yeah, everything. I think Cyberpunk is going to be early 2020 as well. I feel like this game is, um, it's one of those things where, uh, I like, 
it's like the exclusion. What is your most anticipated thing aside from, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that, that's that's just the way I see it. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so I, I mean we still have a lot of industry professionals that are saying, look, what I'm seeing in Cyberpunk is not possible on a PS4 and Xbox One. Right. So like, you know, there's still I mean you know they the disagree. Saying they disagree. They're saying, hey, this is coming out on one. This is coming out on four. It might be a Pro or Xbox One X exclusive game, which would be the first one of its type, if that's true. Um, but a lot of industry people are saying it's next gen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, Red Dead pushed. Red Dead did better graphics than I thought was possible. Um, this this is their graphics for um, Cyberpunk are. I, I man. Yeah, it, it's unreal. Yeah, looking graphics. <laughs> like, That's possible. So I, I don't know. Um, this could be, <clears throat> this could be like the final form. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The final form mm-hmm. of the of this generation. Um, this could be the type of thing that this comes out on Xbox One, PS4 Pro, whatever, mm-hmm. and then the enhanced edition immediately comes out on the next gen consoles. Right. Like a year later or something. Yeah. With like, uh, like I could see that with like, like a new edition or something. Yeah, with like a new mode or something like that, like a new right. way to play the game, like new game plus. Yeah, new game plus, or you can like further customize your character, or you know, some something. Um, something. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I'd, but I mean, I'd know, buy it like twice. I said, uh, yeah, I'd buy it three or four times. I'm gonna get it on every system ultimately. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna day one. I'm gonna just buy it on the PS4 Pro and then. Uh, the Xbox One, even though I don't have it, I'll grab it on PC. Yeah, just to, just to <laughs> just, have it, just in case you ever get an Xbox. All of it, just in case. I don't want to yeah. leave anything. Never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I, I, for me, I just I needed to mention this. Like, I, yep. I wanted, you know, this is definitely what I'm excited for this next year. Realistically, I don't think this mm. is coming out, but every time I get a chance to uh, mention Cyberpunk 2077, and then play this yeah every once in a while i'll mention it to somebody and they're like what game is that oh are you fucking psychotic there's no way yeah i was uh especially from like i was talking to somebody who's a witcher fan and they didn't hear about it and i'm like what the fuck are you doing with yourself yeah that's crazy i was um after we got done with our last session and we were talking about uh we were you know our last um cyberpunk 2013 uh session Mm. where we were creating our character um, right. Ashley was like, "That was really fun. Those characters are going to be really cool, and the game just—it sounds like we're setting up for some crazy stuff. Like, why would you need like biomechanical arms? Why wouldn't you? Well, like if like you wouldn't need those unless shit was about to get real. Well, the extra like it's extreme power to like jerk off." basically yeah it just will you go completely raw you like rip all the skin off you deglove your deck (laughs) jesus fuck that's horrifying um but she's like like we wouldn't need that stuff or even be looking at that as an option if shit wasn't about to get really crazy and she's like and that's what's gonna make the game fun and i was like remember this feeling when 2077 comes out Exactly. Remember playing this game that people are going, "What's that?" When yeah, you know, when this is like the biggest game. When of this like is four the years. biggest game. I mean, you have out. to consider like Witcher Three. 
was consistently in top 10 charts on Steam mm-hmm. until this year when it finally got kicked out by some other stuff. Yeah, and that was because it didn't bring out another expansion pass, like pack. If right. it had brought out anything <laughs> to anything keep the to game add. going, it yeah. would have... Yeah, they're like, finally it's done. Really? Yeah. So... Um, and they, they still have things on the table. It's going like, to be huge. How cool would it be if you could play through the whole game as Dandelion? Well, remember too... <laughs> that'd be dope. Remember too that um, like uh, Wizards basically stopped supporting Netrunner. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was kind of a thing. Because I, I know some people that were big Netrunner fans. It was like a, I don't know, cyberpunk card game basically. Yeah. And... Um, you know, CD Projekt really went hard on Gwent. It's possible that CD Projekt bought the rights to Netrunner, which is directly based on Cyberpunk. For sure. So they might be getting ready to dump that shit in, too. I mean, we don't really know. I mean, so. from gameplay here, like, I do look at, like, like the characters and stuff, and they're definitely, like, optimized. You can see, like, the, mm-hmm. the like, odd texture sometimes on the forearms and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I think, I think this is probably possible. I think this is doable. Yeah. On this console, so especially with that big thing on the screen that says "does not represent final look of the game." <laughs> right, right, that doesn't help. Like they're um, like, "Oh, we'll just tone it down a little bit." God, I love that ass shot. Like I, I don't know. I this might be, and I don't, I don't do this very often. Um, uh-huh. This might be a PC buy for me over like a PS4 buy. Ooh, yeah. Um, I mean, it all comes down to like, um, we're gonna have to hear like, what are they gonna do with mods? Yeah, um, is my PC even significantly better than getting it on my console? Yep. You know, you gotta am I going to want to play multiplayer? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they are doing multiplayer. Like so that. I mean, that that's going to be a big determining factor too. If there's mm-hmm. multiplayer and I have the option even to just sit down like maybe like once or twice, and for like you and I to like do a stream or something like that, um, yeah, yeah, that'll exactly. that'll change that'll change where that'll I make a that. big difference. And it, like graphically, it won't make a big difference. Like, because, I don't know, I, I kind of, and I don't know if you have this, but when I play a game, it really doesn't change, even if the graphics are better. Like I mean, the graphics would have to be so insanely better to actually make, like, a big difference to me. Yeah, like, my mind, when I think back at some of the games that I've played, um, like, like, looking back at, like, Skyrim, playing mm. Skyrim on, you know, originally playing it to... The most recent time I've played it, I don't have any difference in like thought about like any upscaling or anything like that. It all is the exact same thing to me. So I, I don't think playing this with better graphics would really help. But the mod community, that could be um, fun. <laughs> yeah. Because this game is uh, based around mod. Like modding everything. Your yeah. fucking body. I mean, yeah. It's something that was very... Um... Like modularity and like changing with the times and adding things as needed and trying something and it doesn't work. Okay, we'll just ignore that. Is like what Cyberpunk is all about. I mean, not only the actual real construction of the actual game, but the way that the game works inside the rules and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of that. So yeah, it's, that's my most anticipated thing. Yeah, it just in my general. most anticipated 2019 game is you know what I said. Yeah, it, it, for me, it's like, if this comes out, I think this might override the other one. Oh, this would be my game of the year. Whatever year this comes out, it's my game of the year for that year and the next year. Yeah. Like, automatically. 
So And it's the best game on yeah. that console and whatever other console it came out on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. So we have some great things to look forward to in twenty nineteen. Yeah, big um, year coming up. This was a really good year with a lot of big stuff that got a chance to come back and and do something new. Um and I think next year is gonna continue that trend. Yeah, definitely. Um, so if you guys have uh, any uh, anticipated games, uh, drop us a line over on Twitter, at Mammoth Games, Inc. Um, you could even still drop in uh, your games for uh, your your top five games for uh, 2018. So you can still do that. Um, and, uh, and maybe we'll talk about them next week. Uh, you can as well... Head over and follow us on um, follow us on Twitter. That thing he tagged me mm-hmm. it popped up. Or on uh, you can follow us on uh, Facebook at Mammoth or uh, Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. It's throwing me all off over here. Um, yep. And we can get uh, and you can get a look at the stuff that we're doing uh, kind of daily. Maybe pop in and get a free game or any of the uh, really important articles and stuff that we found uh, intriguing for that week. Um, so thank you guys for hanging out with us during 2018. It's been fun. What is this podcast like? We're over 80 now, so we're yeah, 81. We're yeah. pushing right along, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's interesting to see where we started and where we're at now. Um, next year, I would actually look to uh, have a few more changes um, implemented. Uh, I'm actually thinking of redoing our uh, our live stream. Um, like overlay as well possibly even adding in uh cameras instead of just our names popping up in the corner um so that's something that we can definitely do so thank you guys for hanging out we hope you had a good christmas and uh that you have a fantastic new year we will see you guys in 2019 i'm nice one hell yeah and i'm filter cord thanks